And now, detailing success in PNS Double Black present the Rennie Doyle Podcast, a podcast for blue-collar entrepreneurs. Hosted by the detailer of Air Force One and founder of both Detailing Success and the Detail Mafia, Rennie Doyle. Good morning. What's up? There man? we go. Hey, you know, that was the first time I think we waited until the guy was totally done with his intro. We did. You know, yeah, I'm a slow <laughs> learner. It's okay. I always tell people with ADD, it takes me about 10 times. On the 11th time, I've got it for life. <laughs> there you go. The 11th time. I'll remember that. The 11th, the 11th time, I'm good to go. I'm good to go. Yeah. So uh, I like the shirt. Oh, I figured I would support one of my local uh, detailers here in Reseda. So, uh, yeah. you know, M Mr. Miyagi, he's still at it, I think. Wax on, wax off. Yeah, I like that. I like that shirt. So good morning, everybody. <laughs> Um, Sarah, good morning. Nate, what's up, buddy? Pete, <clears throat> good to see you. We're going to see Pete this weekend. I know. Is that cool or what? WR, I uh, hope you're having a good day, too. We are. It. Uh, I was up pretty late. We got up really early. I uh, just had a lot of a lot of stuff to take care of. And, uh, hey, Andrew, we're, uh, we're taking and uh, keep your brother in the prayers, dude. I took a couple seconds, uh, quiet time, uh, right before we came on, and I hope he keeps improving. Those numbers keep coming up. But, you know, it's another point, man. Everybody's always, you know, everybody looks at people. You don't know the battles people are going through. You know, especially some people are quiet about it. And, you know, here's a family. I, You know, we, we, we lost somebody really important to me last Friday. But, you know, be gentle with people, man, because you just don't know the battles they're going through. You know, and I look at Andy and, you know, <clears throat> it's his family's, you know, going through some stuff, right? And, um we just need to learn to be patient with each other. And, and I'm guilty of that too, but you know, just, just be patient because people are always, you know, they're just, they're facing stuff, you know, they're facing stuff. So yeah. Uh, are we having a hot tub in the booth at mobile tech? Oh God. I can only imagine who that is. Ultimate detail. Hello, uh, Clayton. Good morning. Retro. Good morning. A lot of good people on here. So this morning we're going to take and talk a little bit, uh, before Chris goes into what's going on last week and this week, talk about allergic to logic. And, you know, logic is a two-sided coin when it comes to business. And there's so many people taking logic, they're taking the logic coin and it's, it's a double-sided trick coin, is that you either paint a rosy picture, you know, with rose-colored glasses on, or you just procrastinate to no end. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's logic's something that I believe that you – you develop. I think people have got, you know, gut instinct. Some people call it a good un gut instinct. Um, and, and, and some people have, I think, an ability to build that up maybe a little sooner in life. But I don't think you're born with it. I think it's developed. So we're going to talk about that, what logic means. You know, uh, the definition of it is the study of correct reasoning. It includes both formal and informal logic. So if you think about that for a second, put it in the perspective of business and life, because we don't talk just about business on this thing. We talk about realities of life, which a lot of people don't talk about, you know, and I, I don't know it's popular. I, I don't care. I'm not here to to have a, a popular podcast and, and you know, make people uh, fake smile and all that shit is we're going to we're going to we're going to say it as it is from my perspective. You know, I always like to say uh, my saying to students, my kids, um, people I work with. Uh, soldiers is listen you know we're going to make suggestions you're going to have to make decisions and so it's no different on this podcast is you're going to hear stuff that you dig <clears throat> and you make a decision to 
to kind of take action on it or you don't. So as simple as that. So Chris, last week we had an awesome week. Our last five day training of the of the year was here. Yeah. In fact, um, I have a little a little show and tell here. There we go. So there's a there's a picture of everybody. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we had a good time. It was our last class, 2022. Um, We had uh, uh, Chris Tavieros and Michael Hill came out as interns. had a, a three different guys from uh, uh, what was it the Atlanta Georgia area, uh, yeah. including uh, including Brian Crosby from Detail Link. So and then we had uh, Romero Torres, if I remember his last name right. You know now I got to go through the 150 names in my head, but uh, he came he came to us from Oakland. So yeah, he's a he's a cool dude. We've met uh, Romero and his family several times up at PNS events over the headquarters. We'll see him this weekend. Yeah, and, he's, a, uh, he's a, a regular on our podcast, too. He is. He's just a good guy. He's just got such a great outlook. And, you know, he's. we've had some deep discussions about business, deep, deep dives. And we just the the, the young man, 20, was he? How old was he? How old was Ryan? Oh, like, like 22. Yeah, 20, I knew the, he was, the, he was, the one he was the one lane across the table there. He was 22. Exactly. And there's a reason why he's up there, because we teased him nonstop and had a lot of fun. He <laughs> took it. Uh, but great class, uh, a lot of knowledge, a lot of sharing, a lot of fun, a lot of good food, a lot of gifts. Hey, Ram- you can see those little bags there. So R- Romero is on us. He, uh- yeah, Romero, there you are, man. There you go. So, yeah, and then uh, this weekend we're heading up, uh, Oscar, yourself, and myself are driving up to – we're having a, uh, a first, a first of its kind. And you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, so this is the first. Uh, you've been teasing a little bit about what you've been working on, but um, we are. Uh, uh, oh, here, let me hide this part so you can see the whole thing. There we go. So we are uh, doing our very first coffee coatings and profits event up in uh, Hayward. We're doing the first one at PNS headquarters. Um, this is a, a detailing success event. We're going to have another one in January down in Southern California at Uber Detail. And then at the end of January, right after Mobile Tech, we're going to be doing a third one of these uh, at William Lara's shop, uh, Miami Lux, um, which is a, a local detail supply shop up there. And uh, so we'll be doing one there, too. Yep. So, so NorCal, SoCal, Miami, um, we'll probably throw, um, we'll probably bring another one to the East Coast at some point this spring, maybe during, maybe during uh, Mafia uh weekend or something like that we'll we'll figure that out so we'll try to get one up in the northeast and spread them around a little bit but you know the goal of this one is to to take and talk about truths of coatings and and some new fresh ideas um of of coatings um you know we had a we were on a call yesterday i I can't let the cat out of the bag but some pretty couple fellow uh professionals in the industry being interviewed and Man, the, sh- the stuff that we laid down, these guys just listening to them. I mean, you know, it, it's cool to see how things are changing, but, you know, it's not cool to see how things are changing. Economy's getting a little tougher. I think a lot of people are starting to see it and uh, feel it a little bit. Seems like everybody's keeping their, their nose above water so far, so that's good. But we're going to talk about how to make sure you do that. And it's really about mindset and new ideas and, again, suggestions, you know, so. Yep. So then Monday, this uh, this coming Monday, we've got a really cool event. We started a program last year, and this year we just didn't keep up with it for various reasons. 
but we started doing these uh, detailer, uh, uh, dinner with detailers events in here in Southern California. And so we're doing a Christmas dinner with detailers on Monday night at Uber Detail in uh, Corona, California. So uh, entries $5 to get in, but you, I do believe, what do you, what do you get when you get to the door? When you sign up, oh, Chris? they're they're giving you a, a pint of bead maker. It's worth twelve bucks. So you know the the five dollars is really just to get your commitment and make sure that you really want to be there and you're not just saying you're going to be there and not show up. You know, that's yeah. all. You know, no, but uh, but yeah, bottle of bead maker for everybody in attendance, and uh, it's actually uh, I've been told it's going to have a custom Uber detail label on it. Oh, cool. Well, that's kind of fun, huh? So yep. So, hey, let's talk about various forms of logic from my perspective. And again, my perspective, Chris is going to jump in here, um, that I think that logic is a growing skill set and a growing knowledge base. I think your brain starts to expand on it, um, not only as we age, but the experiences. And that's why it's so important to go out and get different experiences in life, not, not just in business, but in life. When you learn new things, and you can bring new things into perspective from other things, you know, your brain's starting to learn things and it stimulates. And I don't care what age you're at. I don't care if you're a teenager or you're, you're, you're older, it doesn't matter. Uh, keep learning. So these are the different categories of logic as, as I kind of see it is no logic is that, you know, there's just some people out there that they just don't have any logic. And it's kind of, I, I met an individual, um, yesterday and i i could tell upon meeting this person um at an age to where they should have logic and they you could tell there's just very little logic going on and it's kind of sad because they don't even see it and they have no idea but people with a pretty solid logic base we can spot that uh, then they're sold on everything logic uh that means just you see we all have you know friends or family member that just jump from idea to idea and never do a single thing you know, is they've been, you know, they're, they're tied to their career. They're going to start this business. They're going to start that one. They go maybe into multi-level marketing. They go from this to this, to this, to this, to this, but nothing ever gets traction. Listen, ideas are great. Uh, I, God, I'm one of them. I throw a thousand a day out. I have to cancel out 999 of them myself before I even open my mouth. That that's good, but not taking, not getting any traction with them. That, that's not hopeful logic. Now, hopeful logic, that's kind of cool. Because I, I call this like a kind of an innocent logic is hopeful logic is, um, you know, you're, you're hopeful something's going to happen, but you're starting to use logic, but you haven't really gotten to the point where you where you know it yet. So you're hopeful everything. I don't like hope. You know, I, I really don't. I mean, it's cool for some people, but I hope this works. Oh, God, it just it rubs me wrong. Uh, I just I'm going to make it work out or it's going to fail. It, it's just the way that I, that, that I roll. Uh, limited logic. This is when you're starting to maybe you're young or you're you're new into something. Uh, give you an illustration. You know, um, let's see. Let's, let's give you a good something something good. Uh, so you know, okay. So um, overlanding. You know, Diane and I. I've camp I've been camping since I was a little kid. You know, I've got a half a century of damn camping in. Right, camping's not new, but this whole overlanding thing, and you want to take creature comforts, but you only have so much room, and so we're learning is that is that we've got limited logic and then kind of youthful logic mixed into that because we're so new to it but it's kind of fun because my the the, the things that i am strong logically on are playing off and helping me tremendously so i'm i'm growing by leaps and bounds 
So I'm taking my search and rescue experience, my military experience, my my bivouacking experience, uh, all these, and then just Boy Scout experience from when I was a kid. All these things are being brought together. That's hopeful logic. I hope I'll go out there and I don't get my my truck stuck. Um, hopefully, right? Is that I know, but you know, again, I'm not a hope guy. Is that I've got recovery gear. Um, I've got I've got radios. I got all these different things. So I don't I don't leave chance to just hopeful logic. Is that I've I've prepared myself for it. Even though I'm new at it, I've got enough experience at you know off roading and so forth that I'm okay there. It's just getting the equipment and the necessities and finding out really what I need and what I don't need. Um, youthful logic. It's young logic. It's that you just don't have enough years under your under your uh, on your feet uh, to take and have a, a lot of chances to build up that gut instinct or that logic. That's okay. Just admit it. Own it that you're youthful, but you can't stay at the youthful point forever. And then rushed logic. This is a deadly one. As Chris and I talk about this all the time. This is people that come in. There's two. There's two. There's two. Two or three uh, uh, situations. I'll share two that I think are probably the most evident in business. Is they come into business, they're rushed. They want to take and 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 just be at you know go from from A to Z overnight. They want to go from making nothing to you know bringing in six figures in a very very short time frame. And there's people that have done it. There really are, but that that's very very unusual. I always go back to a conversation I had with a young man. He he comes on the the podcast every once in a while still. And he said, hey, man, I got six months. I got to be up to my old earnings. I got to make about 200 grand a year. I said, boy, that's going to be tough. And he kind of argued the point with me. And then I think it was a year or two later, he's actually on the podcast. And he goes, yeah, I was that guy. And I kind of got truth serum. You know, it's like it, 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 it did take me a lot, a lot longer, but I'm having fun. and I'm building the business up and it's cool. Well, that's great because now he's going back and he's using a little a little wisdom uh, within his logic. And, you know, it was rushed. So. The other illustration is people come in and this is a second career and they come in and they're top dog in their old career and they come into this industry. They're brand new. I mean, you might have you might have some experience, weekend experience. You're, you're you know, you're doing this, you're doing that. You're I mean, whatever it may be. But the thing is, they want to go from being top dog in their industry to top dog in this industry. And it doesn't work that way. You got to pay your dues. And sometimes your past industry, it will help you the best if you if you if you use logic. And you're patient and, and the rush, it kills a lot of people. Then there's something that's called worn out logic. And that's when people are old school and they don't have to be old to do this. I see people in their 20s and 30s that have got worn out logic is that they're set in their ways. They have a way they do it and they're never going to take and allow anybody else to teach them otherwise. It's worn out logic, man. You're just you're like you're, you're like an old you're like an old um bath towel it just doesn't absorb water anymore it's just it's worn out then there's delayed logic um delayed logic is not acting on things you're really kind of skeptical i can be guilty of this sometimes um guilty of that this week a little bit on something but you know you can overanalyze it and overanalyze it and sometimes you just need to logically look at it put it down on paper pros and cons and then take action uh, sound logic, that's balanced. I like sound logic is that sound logic is somebody that's really, they're just sound. They look at all the sides, 360 degrees, and that's tough to do. That's probably not my strong suit is 360 degree logic is that I look at people that are very patient. Um, I've got a couple of people that software guys. So we got Jody and Michael, Jody from road FS 
and Michael from your able, I would say that both of those professionals have very sound uh, logic is they're really that were very well developed in their logic and they see things from a lot of different perspectives. Uh, developed logic, developed logic is what we do as we as we make our way through life, through business, through career, through an industry, uh, through challenges, through task, through hobbies, all these different things is the, is we develop the logic. I think this is really, really valuable. Take a sip of water. <clears throat> I think that being able to develop logic is really key in, in recognizing that you have to develop logic because you're going to come across new situations. You're going to get new interest. Hopefully you get new interest your entire life. I think new interest, it keeps, it keeps my soul alive. It keeps my heart alive. It keeps me, it keeps me fresh is I wake up and I think about these new things that I've never had in my life uh, and these fun things. And yeah, I'm not good at it, but I can get good at it. And the challenge of learning. And again, it opens up the mind and I just think it opens up your soul. And, and I think that you got to be able to take and practice that develop logic to be good at all the other logics and everything else you do. Then there's practical logic. There's a lot of people with just good practical sense logic. I think that I'm probably, that's one of my strong suits is just practical logic. And then seasoned logic. Uh, this is somebody that's been around. Again, doesn't have to be age. That's just been around long enough to where there's, I always say it, there's 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 20 year vets doing it like one year rookies and there's one year rookies doing it like 20 year vets. Is that you can take and be seasoned because you watch the mistakes and the successes of others and you're trainable, you're coachable is you have mentors, you listen, watch, observe and pivot as needed. I think that's really, I'm looking out in the distance, like, you know, it's like, what the hell am I doing? Um, but season logic is something that I think that really, uh, if you can get there and, and you'll, I, don't, I hate to say it, you almost, you'll go back when you arrive at seasoned or the next one logic and you'll realize just how much you didn't know. And I think when you get to that spot, you know you're at that spot. And then the last the last <clears throat> category of logic is wise logic. Wise logic takes some time. And, you know, I always share the, the, the story about Carol Shelby. And I really, most people that I know that are wise are 50-plus years old. Uh, and I'm not just saying that because I'm 50-plus years old is that that's through my entire life experiences that in search and rescue, the military, uh, horses, uh, off-roading, uh, martial arts, uh, our sensei, still to this day, if you walked in here, not a big guy. Um, I can out-hit him every any time. I can outpower him any time. He'd have me on the ground before I even could, I could even say his name. Um, it's, it's wise logic uh, when he fights. So those are the different categories uh, that comes to mind that I think that you need to be concentrating on. Now, logic comes <clears throat> at all stages of life and business. It doesn't, you're going to develop it more and more. Um, here's a list of the items where I, I really feel that it's really important to use really strong logic. And a lot of these are just things that people move on that were kind of bred into us as kids. <clears throat> Young. You know, before, before you dive into that list, can I... Uh, mm -hmm. Share, share something that I had come across. Um, it was a, a Del Carnegie quote. Um, <clears throat> and it kind of applies here. It says, you know, when dealing with people, remember you're not dealing with creatures of logic, but creatures of emotion. And mm. I, think, I think part of the point there is that all these tools of, of logic that you're talking about are developed. Um, 
that they're not they're not you know they're not standard <laughs> no. we don't come to the factory with them from the factory no. with them no no you know we i can't remember the 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 mind the, the brain's ability when we're born but it's like there's 22 possible languages that we're kind of pre-wired for and the first language we're we're, we're exposed to um the first day we're born, even within the womb, that 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 language starts to take priority. And so I don't think logic is developed that early. I think it takes a lot of life experiences. And I love that because emotion does play so much in our logic. You know, again, in my early days of business, I could sell myself on just about any service or opportunity. <clears throat> and and I'm still pretty I'm still I still look at that because I've learned a couple lessons to where for a while, I let people get in my mind. They're like, oh, you know, you'll you'll bite into anything. You got so many ideas. And I was like, yeah, maybe I need to tone it down. And then I found out real quickly that was the worst thing I could do because it really changed who I am. And 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 I just couldn't let people get into mind. I've, I've got a situation like that in my life right now. I can't can't let anybody get into my mind, know who I am and what I'm, what I'm about. And emotions, Chris, you're so right. And Dale Carnegie, what, I mean, what, what an amazing – how much wisdom is there? You know, how much wisdom yeah. in that and in, in those how many how, how many people can, can put those many words out there and impact so many for so long, even after you're gone, you know, <clears throat> but wisdom. A lot of times people are, are logic and wise logic needs to be used in so many different places in life. Now, life's big moves. That's number one is listen, who you marry, when you marry your decision to have children, uh, your decision to move. You're all these big life. You know, none of those were businesses. I didn't, you didn't hear me say anything about a business is that it's your emotional tie in. I once heard this, that, you know, it, 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 it's, are you, when you decide to have children, are you the type that really is will is, 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 is it all about helping others grow? Is it, is it happening? Is it having this just amazing um, desire to take in, be everything to somebody for X amount of years when that child's born. And I don't think a lot of people, I didn't look at it that way. Um, you know, are you real nurturing? You know, are you a super nurturing person? And some people are, some people aren't. Uh, some people, I call it some, there's people that are nurturing. There's people that, that, that are, that are builders, meaning that there's nurturing people and then there's builders. And, and I think it's completely different, but you know, who you marry, when you marry, uh, if you have kids, when you have kids, all those things are really, you've got to put logic into motion. And I've seen so many people in my life and in my own life, I'm not calling anybody out, call myself out that haven't used real logic because again, go back to the beginning of our, of our, of our, of our list of logic is they have no logic or they've got youthful logic. They're just not, they're just not preparing things. Now, some parents do a better job of building logic into kids. Some kids toss it out. And so all of us are different, but those life's big moves, you got to really think and use logic. And if you don't think that you've got enough logic on a topic, then you need to seek it out. You need to find people. There's there's people that will give you solid input. Be real careful who you give your ears to though. And then health decisions, you know, is use logic. Is this good for me? You know, uh, for instance, you know, we, we're in a society here in America and, and a lot of the world, we overwork. Uh, well, right now, there's a lot of people that don't work. Uh, but entrepreneurs is, I, I once heard a quote, and I'm going to completely screw it up, but it's like, 
you know, entrepreneurs, the only people that give up a 40 hour job to work 80 hours a week. Um, you know, your health concerns, how you eat, how you take care your sleep patterns. You know, it's okay. I had a long, I had a long day yesterday. I had a, I had a bitching day. Uh, every once in a while they happen. Last week we had a lot of a long days, but we had bitching days, you know, and I was able to get over to the gym. I was, I was able to do things. I was able to read. Uh, I was able to visit with Diane. Diane and I had taken a trip the, the week before that. Um, I've got some downtime now. So your health decisions, how you eat, how you sleep, your exercise, all that, what you're exposing yourself to, cigarettes, alcohol, all these different things, you've got to use logic. And a lot of people just don't. And then one of the most important ones, financial logic, I'm going to tell you right now, no matter what part of society is that you want to take and put a relationship or a marriage in trouble, uh, it's going to be financial or it's going to be sexual. And so financial logic is really, really important that you set that baseline. If you don't have a good foundation, then go get a good foundation. It's never too late. Partnerships. I'm not talking marriage. I'm talking a business. Now we're kind of switching is, you know, they often say the only partnership that works is marriage. And that's at a 50 50 chance these days. And so you got to be really careful. And I'm not saying not, not, not to go into partnerships, but you really, really have got to be careful when you do it and you've got to lay it out. Don't take anybody's word. You've got to lay it out. It's got to be on pen and paper. Everybody's got to have a true understanding of what's going on and what the mission was and what your original intent was within that partnership. Partnerships are really tough, so you got to use some logic. Opportunities. You've got a business. Let's say you get another opportunity. you got to make sure you got to use some logic to make sure that it's not going to take and screw up what you got going on right now. So use some logic on those opportunities. Business relationships, you've got to be, again, logic. Are you having, do you have the right relationship? Do you have the right people in your life? Do you have the right people in your company? Do you have the, do you have the right people, wrong, wrong, wrong butt in the wrong seat? Uh, you might be putting the wrong, a great person, but they're not doing the right thing. Or people, they don't even know what seat they're supposed to be in. Is you've got to learn, you've got to take logic into those business relationships. And then tolerances is that you've got to set tolerances in your personal life. And your relationships, your business relationships, and 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 your in your own business is that you know is your business are you running your business or your, or your business running you is your is your is your marriage is do you guys need help and you're in trouble um, is your car <laughs> your tolerances is your car ready to die and. And, and you're just so busy, you've got to use it within your business. You don't want to take downtime, but if it does go down, it's going, to, it's going to be astronomical and more expensive. All these different tolerances, you've got to set where your tolerances are going to go. And, 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 and believe it or not, using logic to that. Procrastination is that is you've got to be really careful in procrastination. Is You're either going to go too fast or too slow. You've got to, you've got to, you've got to find that, that happy medium. Industry events. Why am I why, why am I put logic to industry events? So many people, there's so much good that comes out of all of the industry events that go on in all industries right now. There's a lot of pressure on people that are new to new to the industry, or maybe they got a, a young family, or maybe they just bought their first shop and they're making a mortgage. Is that are you going to the events with the right priorities? And are you using logic to go spend that money? Now, these events, yeah, they can make you money. They're awesome. Um, they are just beyond the, the, the networking and so forth is priceless. But you've got to take and use logic to see if you're going to be OK. Um, 
you know, this so, day that you know, <clears throat> this day and age, it's more important than ever to to get together with people in person. I mean, all the time we spend on social media, um, you know, it, it's it's not a it's not always a positive thing. And so, getting together in person certainly helps helps fix that. But there's there's also no uh, there, there's no I don't know the 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 whole idea of just being there and learning from people, meeting people, the relationship building. You know, that's super important to your business. That's what's going to happen at events, you know, industry well, events. Building those relationships is going to be key to your success moving forward. Absolutely. Go back to 04, I went to mobile tech. I didn't really meet anybody. Um, I was kind of just, you know, it was I was in a different, I don't know, I was in a different spot, right? We were just so we we're so busy in the business. But I went down there. I only I think I only spent a day. I didn't even, I don't know if they had education days. I just walked the floor and then left. I had a I had a, a job down there in Florida. So I went and I didn't go back in until 06. And 06 was a was Chris to your point, was a game changer. I met Jim Gogan, uh, so many different Keith Plessy, so many different people. Prentice St. Clair, uh, the list goes on. Dave Hammer, a guy named Dave Hammer, uh, still around the industry. I, I see Dave on social media and stuff. Just different people. Uh, Paul Apollonia, um, you know, Paul's a great friend, still still very active. Uh, just I can go on and on. Mark Johnson, you know, was there uh, in 06. So look at, the, look at the names I just threw out. These are lifelong friends, and, and I'm cutting some of them out. But we started having, you know, sit-downs and, and really talking. And I want to tell you, it really changed the industry and it changed my life for sure. Uh, and, and so, but there's a couple years, 08, I remember, you know, it was kind of a tough year, 09, I think. I don't even know if it was 08, but there's a couple years that we skipped, you know, and I didn't always go because, you know, I had a young family. I had, um, you know, kids in school and, and, and then we had the economy kind of, kind of crash. Well, not kind of, totally crash. And so we prioritized again. I used logic if I wanted to go or not. And then finally it got to a point where it's like, man, I just can't, I can't miss two in a row. And then it went from, okay, I can't miss, you know, I can't miss any, you know? So we decided we put logic to it. Um, and so logic to your expansion, you know, expansion logic, are you growing? Are you growing at, you know, so many people grow fast, grow fast, grow fast, but there's a natural pathway to growth and expansion. Uh, there's a natural pathway uh, to increasing the size of your company. Not your profits. You can increase your profits without growing. It's that's probably for a whole nother one. But you can increase your profits greatly uh, without bringing a single new client on. You know, if you're doing it right, and we've done it in several of our businesses. Um, and so it's it's not that. It's about you know it it's it's scalable. You know, making sure so many people, you know, they get onto something. They got a hot they got a hot ticket. They got a hot thing going on right now, and they just go balls out and. The natural pathways, it's just, you know, it, it the logic isn't there and they flame out. They're out, lose full power. Everything's out. And so when you expand, you got to use some logic to that. And then there's this is a big one. This is this is me right here. Want versus need logic. If it's got wheels on it and tire and there's there's an engine involved, the logic goes out the door. You know, is it always has with me, always will, all the way back to bicycles and everything else. So I've got to look at that, you know, when I'm looking at, at, at purchasing things, is that, you know, I'm using some logic. Is, is can I write it off? Is it an asset? Is, is it going to take, and in, 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 am I going to be able to, A, make money at it, or B, is, it, is, is there a tax advantage to it? Uh, and so is, is, if it's not an asset, I got, I got to look really hard. And, and that's really what I do is I, I count on my 
accountants and I'll, I'll say, hey, this is what I'm thinking about doing. And they'll tell me how I can write it off or no straight out or, yeah, that's a good idea. And so you've got to look at that. So, again, assets versus liabilities logic. It's right there. You got to think about that. And that's something that, again, if it's if it's motorized, I got to you know, I got that. That's my hang up right there, man. My, that's my Achilles. <laughs> And lifestyle versus damaging yourself logic is that so many people, again, see the hustle and grind. And I totally dig it, man. I really do. You're going to have to. And there's there's times I just work my booty off. Right. And and I dig it. I love it. But if you don't have some downtime and rest time and you make that average, hey, you're going to burn out. And then we're going to go back up as health decisions, you know, logic health health wise. You got to remember, did you start your company to work? I mean, you left the job that you hated. Couldn't stand your boss, wanted to be your own boss, hated going in 40 hours a week. And now you've got a boss that pushes you nonstop, demands that you work six, seven days a week, 12 hours a day uh, on a light day, missing family events, missing your hobbies. You can't go bowl in the league anymore. Can't go to the gym. Uh, Your kids can't stand you. Your wife doesn't know who you are. Uh, You're gaining weight at an alarming level. The boss is you. That boss is you. And so you've got to use that logic against yourself every once in a while. So, you know, we, we, we could go really on and on, dig real deep into this. I wanted to keep this kind of at a baseline and just kind of get your brain thinking about logic and how to use it. And again, all I'm doing is making some suggestions here. You're going to have to make some decisions on your own. So, Chris, you got anything to add to this? This is going to be a nice to the point and out of here type of thing. We're at the end of the year. Tis the season. Oh, oh, oh. You know, uh, that, that last part, you know, that last part kind of hit me. Um, I did escape, a, you know, it was a family owned business, but kind of a corporate job at the same time. Right. It was, you know, and, uh, I couldn't, I couldn't take it anymore. And, and, you know, you, you start your own thing up and you get into that, but before you know it, you've made yourself feel the same way because of the, the demands that you put on yourself as your own boss, you know? And, uh, and you you ended up just putting yourself in the same situation. Yep. You know, it's uh, that one that one hit home for me. So logic, I'm telling you right now, there's an on and off switch to your lifestyle and that shit, and you've just got to learn to shut it down. Uh, part of that too is that stop taking and bringing a sledgehammer to a conversation, because so many people to get and and I think it's really I think it's it's a very for me, when I see somebody blow up somebody's day or night when it didn't have to be done or they they're being just ruthless with their statements, um, they're being pushy, they're being, you know, just just nonstop. It's about them. That tells you something about that person. Shut them down. You don't have them. I don't I don't have the mental capacity and it doesn't mean that I don't want to fill my head with their nonsense. I don't have room for it. Is that I want to what, what's important, man, is, you know what, yeah. your family, people you love. You know, if you've got parents around still, I'd, I'd give anything to be able to to just call my mom right now when I'm off the podcast and tell her how much I love her and how how fun I had and all the planning last night and show her the pictures I took and, you know, just do these things. Can't do it. Can't do it. So do that with the people that mean a lot to you. And you know what? You have no one else to blame. Because that on-off switch is just like a light, just like a, a switch on the wall. It's your choice to go over and shut it down calmly and neatly and just set some parameters for yourself. You know, one of the things that Chris and I are doing is, you know, I try 
really nowadays from about eight to four is when business is conducted. And every once in a while, we'll have to go, you know, this morning a little earlier. Uh, we'll have to go a little later. But really, I try to just keep it in a very, you know, and no, no um, toxic conversations, you know, after like three. Um, I don't I don't rain down shit on people on Friday. Uh, I don't rain down shit on people uh, going into a holiday. I just won't do it. Even if it's be on my mind, I want to get it off. I'm not going to destroy their their weekend or or their holiday uh, for my selfish needs. Yeah, maybe they're an asshole. Maybe they're out of line. But I know how it is to have somebody shit all over you going into an evening with family or going into a weekend or going into a holiday. Not going to be that guy. I'll hold off. I'll decompress. I'll write my dotes down and I reach over and I turn the switch off because you can control it. And, you know, it's easy to say, right? There's hot buttons for me that that I struggle with that, you know, I can't get past. But it's not too common is because I've learned to take and just hit that that switch off. Here's a good thing. It's not life or death. Nobody's going to die over it. You're not a fireman. You're not a paramedic. Uh, you're not a police officer. Uh, you're not search and rescue. You're not military. You're not sleeping in a freaking hole in sand and, and God knows where. Uh, is that you can get rid of that burden by turning it off. It will still be there tomorrow. It won't be any bigger. Matter of fact, you'll probably deal with it a lot better. And life's going to be, be uh, a lot happier. And you're going to put a lot of smiles in your face. So we had a situation last night happen. Kind of kind of blew our night up a little bit. I really didn't get let it get to me. Um, I immediately left and went and had dinner with my wife. And when I came home, I felt so good. Um, and it, this morning, it all worked out. It was fine. It was fine. Wasn't, wasn't, wasn't that big. But you got to learn. Turn it off. And not abruptly, not, meaning, mean, not being mean, not being vengeful. Calmly. Be cool with the fact that you've got the power. you got the self-confidence. you got the awareness. You're a happy dude or dudette. And I'm just going to turn it off and I'll turn this back on tomorrow when, 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 when they're not eating up my time. That makes sense, Chris. You and I are not good. We're not good at that. It may, makes, well, I'm, I'm really bad at it. I'm not, I'm just not, not good at it. I'm bad at it. So, um, <laughs> you, well, know, you know, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to send you a little switch. I'm going to go to home Depot and just get a little electrical box <laughs> and I'm going to come up with a creative name and I'm just going to put on off and I'm going to tell you, okay, go to your switch and turn it off. You know, yeah. turn it off to the off mark, right? You yeah. have to, you have to hold each other accountable. Chris and I know we're both emotional creatures. How's that playing to logic? Sometimes not very good. No, well, well, as uh, as Dale Carnegie just told us, it, it doesn't work out. You know, it does so does it? So just um, learn to turn it off. It's pretty cool. It's a cool tool if when you can use, you learn to use it. It's taken me a long time to be able to. Ninety percent of the time, I can turn things off. Um. 10% of the time, there's some stuff that you just can't, you know, e even in all the, tra the the traumas and everything else. I mean, we taught, I taught combat lifesaving for a while. I was an associate instructor and we'd really stress, stress these soldiers out. They're going overseas, you know, and, um, you know, it would really, it was really interesting because we'd make it as lifelike as we could. Right. And you'd see the stress on people's faces and, we do that just to prepare them for it, you know, and you could see, I'd, I'd have to, people, you could just see that and we go over and talk to them and, you know, it, nothing was real, you know, nothing there is real, but what they could get into would be. So we're trying to prepare them for it. And so the better you can prepare yourself for 
situations where logic is needed, the better out you're going to come out of it. Yep. Um, backing, backing up a, a little bit fun here, backing up to the uh, logic surrounding industry events. Um, one last thing to share is, uh, you know, mobile tech's coming up. And uh, I think I think you and I could probably agree that if you have to make decisions and use logic and pick just one event to go to, one industry trade show, this is probably the one right now. Yeah, you I know? think so. SEMA's um, cool. It's big, but I think we get more one-on-one -on -one time with each other. It's a cool show. Yep. Well, and there's there's different parts about it that make it cool, right? Like Education Day. So, you know, we're we're going to be there. Um, education Day is on Thursday at 26, and we've got you lined up to do two different presentations. Uh, the first one is kind of a, a, a presentation workshop uh, on client compounding which we have done a podcast on that before, but we're going to do this one in person. And then uh, at four o'clock, uh, you're doing the keynote at Mobile Tech. Uh, make yourself unbeatable is the topic. So uh, if you guys are coming, uh, make sure you, you you get there for education day because that's actually one of the most valuable days to be there. So, it is the most valuable day. It's And let me tell you, the people that are there that are speaking always, it's always been really good, but now... We're at a whole nother, we're just at a whole nother level. Hey, also, we uh, we just wrote the final check, so to say, to SEMA. The detailing industry, five grand, I think it was, wasn't it, Chris? That we yes. earned for SEMA, SEMA Cares, a nonprofit yep. for ch children. So, uh, and, and, and about 45, 4,000, 4,500 that um, came from Mafia members is donating. Yep. Uh, Brian Crosby made a huge donation. Uh, you know, with dynamic, I've got that bottle right back in the back. You can see a sign. We'll tell that story another time. We should have got <laughs> Brian on and told it, but yeah, pretty cool. So, Hey, next week is that simple message. The best gift you can give. Um, it's going to be our last one for the year. I doubt we'll do one between Christmas and Thanksgiving or Christmas and new year, excuse me. And, um, we'll see. Uh, but I will come to you. I'm, I'm still going to go, uh, uh, Sunday messages. I appreciate those uh, those that tune in for those and all the responses we get. Like always, man. Hey, if, if you dig this, you didn't dig it, um, you know, um, get, send us your message. You know, we like to hear from you. Um, my, mine is Rennie R E N N Y at detailingsuccess.com. Chris is Chris at detailingsuccess.com. Uh, future, we're going to change things up. Uh, we're going to have a, a open open uh, question uh, podcast coming up in 2023 where we take uh, your pre-suggested uh, questions. You can ask them to us, and we're going to answer them on the podcast. We'll spend an, about an hour doing that. So, well, Chris, I'm going to get out of here um, and uh, make yourself uh, have everybody, Chris, especially you, have a powerful day today. All of you, thanks for coming in. We really do appreciate you. We know your time is valuable, and we hope these are valuable to us. Always, uh, you know, share this, like it, um, and uh tell others about it we sure appreciate it. that's how we grow we don't have sponsors on this thing you know it's it's uh chris and i and and double black and uh we don't we could take and do a lot of stuff and we don't so so all right guys hey take care and uh we sure appreciate all of you for being here for those that will be up north this weekend we'll see you then for those that will be at christmas uh, dinner and corona we'll see you then for those going to mobile tech we will see you then take care 
Have a great uh, rest of your week. In case I don't see you next week, if you're not able to make it on, Merry Christmas to you, and we'll see you next time. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Rennie Doyle Podcast, brought to you by Detailing Success and PNS Double Black. Listen to new episodes weekly, and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And don't forget to share with your friends and colleagues. 